0: Welcome everybody to my podcast, My Christian Walk. My name is Lee. It's a Friday morning, y'all, and I'm going to continue with the book of Genesis. I wanna welcome you, believer or non-believer, to this podcast, and if you're a non-believer, I pray that you will accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Now, what does that exactly mean? It means that if you, in humility, call out to God and to Jesus, to reveal himself, and I'm talking about Jesus, in his full deity as the Savior who died for your sins, biblically you are said to have been forgiven. Now with that belief comes a lot of paradigm shifts that you will encounter in your life. Primarily that you are a sinner, primarily that you know Jesus came and died for your sins, because, and you hear that a lot, Jesus died for your sins. And what, what does that mean, Jesus died for our sins? It means we're not good enough. We're not good enough, y'all, to go to heaven. We're not good enough to avoid hell. Um, we need a Savior. And so when you feel Jesus in your heart, in your spirit, in your inner core, and you feel the reality of who he was and what he did, then you are, I would say, saved. So let's go to Genesis uh, chapter 12, and this is well after the flood, which I covered the last installment of, let me plug my podcast, my Christian walk, and now we're with uh, Abraham or Abram, his name was later changed to Abraham, Um, and he's going to Egypt, and let me just read and I'll comment, chapter uh, 12, verse 10, now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. When Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abraham well for her sake, and Abraham acquired sheep and Cattle, male and female donkeys, men servants and maid servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? so that I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they set him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So, I was going to read on, but you know what? Got a comment on this. Very interesting. There's a couple ways to look at this. Number one, God is omnipotent. God is in control. God is in charge. Whatever, whatever decisions we make, y'all, whatever choices we make on every decision, especially the very important ones in terms of the right and the wrong one, God is there and something will unfold. Now, you know, you'll hear a lot of new agers refer to God as the universe. Well, the universe is this and there's karma. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Okay. There is, first of all, God created the universe. Now, karma is just some new agey uh, term that describes this mindset that whatever you do bad will be you know, returned to you more so badly for your sake. I mean, I'm giving my interpretation of it. Hence, if you do good, then good things will happen. Bunch of shit, total lies from the pit of hell. Number one, God's in charge, God's in control. Now here's what's interesting, Abraham is fearful. And Abram does not want to go into Egypt because of the famine with his wife, Sarai, as his wife, because the Egyptians are going to kill him, he thinks. He thinks this. Of course, it hasn't happened, but he thinks this. So his whole, his whole uh, approach is based on fear. Now, that's never a good thing, in my opinion. But sometimes you have to be. Ahead of things. So if you're fearful that something is going to happen and you act based on that fear, I'm not going to say blanket statement wise that it's always a bad choice, but I will offer this God is in control. And it is such a relieving feeling to believe that no matter what you do, now, when I say no matter what you do, it's not like I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to drive. 150 miles an hour on a motorcycle because God's in charge. And whatever happens will happen. That's just ridiculously stupid. However, in this account I just read, when Abraham says, you know, act like you're my sister because Pharaoh will take favor with you and he will spare my life. There's a high degree of selfishness in this action of his. It's almost like he's prostituting his wife to save his his well-being, his life. Now, the other way to look at it is that what if this is what he had to do in order to spare his life? And God understood that. And what at face value seems to be a real selfish act of cowardice against his wife was really a resourceful move on his part to preserve his life, and God knew that. God knew that. God knew that perhaps God knew that the Egyptians would kill him because of the beauty of his wife and that they would take favor upon his wife and hence dispose of him. So what if God was overseeing this and said, I understand, because God knows everything, I understand. I understand that Abraham doesn't really want to do this, but I understand he feels he has to do this. And because he's probably right, I'm going to not only bless this, I'm going to oversee this action and I'm going to make sure that they are taken out of danger. So then it's not by chance, y'all, uh, things start happening negatively to the Pharaoh, to Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Diseases, like a curse. It's almost like this action, which Pharaoh doesn't know because Pharaoh thinks that Sarai is his sister, starts to immediately occur. And so what if, what if God brought about those consequences so that at the end of the day, Sarai and Abraham are able to leave safely from Egypt was there, okay, listen, Pharaoh wasn't taking Sarai in to be platonic uh, sleeping buddies. He was fully engaging in intercourse and, and uh, intimacy with, with Sarai who was married to Abraham. Sinful, sinful, but it was an act based on deception. But at the end of the day, y'all, what happens and why do I share this with you? Because I always say it goes, it goes deep into our inner core. God's vision, God's, able to, God's ability to see within us and to peer within the facade and the hard exterior of conditioning that we've done is able to see us and our actions for what they are. You know, my brother, who's deceased now, Uh, was molested as a young child. And he lived a life of severe uh, trauma. He did a lot of things that were very, quote, bad. He was extremely selfish and extremely damaged. And as God is my witness, I wish that I would have been more humble, And forgiving towards him because I only focused on the bad crap that he did against my parents. And he did some really bad shit against my parents. So here's my point. My point is that God looked at Abram's actions, looked at what appeared to be cowardice, and lying and deception in order to preserve his life. And I think upon reading this, any person would say that he was just a wimp, that he shouldn't have done that to his wife. He should have kept her identity and even lost his life for her sake. But then Pharaoh would have got her anyways. So I'm going to say, before closing this podcast, that what is so great about the Bible and so great about accounts like this is you see that shit's going to happen as it's going to happen. But your actions, as long as your actions are sincere and honest, and God, I think, will bless that. I think God will bless. I think God blessed this. I think God knew that this is what Abraham had to do to save his life and to preserve his relationship with his wife. So did she have to have a few nights of hokey pokey with Pharaoh? Yes, absolutely. Pharaoh thought he was, uh, Abraham was her brother and that she was his sister. So there you go. God's in charge, y'all. God's in charge. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, y'all. Peace.